You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, October 27th, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. We will get to Dwayne Long in just a second. If you are not a premium subscriber, take care of that right now. We are offering a 50% off the year deal. You cannot get a better deal than that. Also, if you are a fan of this podcast, please go to iTunes and give us a five-star review and leave a question or a comment. It has a huge effect on the show. But let's get to the person who has the biggest effect on the show, and that is Dwayne Long. Dwayne, how goes it? Hey, it's football season in Ohio State's on a football field, so I'm in a good mood. It was glorious just to watch Ohio State play football, 52-17 over Nebraska. We're going to break this down into positives and then concerns. First positive, very obvious, Justin Fields. Utterly spectacular. I mean, the, realize how close he was to – complete perfection one pass incomplete and that was uh, caused by a concussion so uh it just incredible performance and how you cannot give him the heisman if he continues to perform like this it, it you, lawrence is going to have to do something that is going to be memorable for the rest of our lives to beat justin fields for the uh, Heisman, if Fields continues to perform like this. His accuracy was off the charts. It was better than Dwayne Haskins, who was the most accurate passer that we've had at Ohio State. And it was just a whole nother level. One incomplete pass, Dan. And it wasn't really an incomplete pass. He ran the ball. I don't, I'd rather he didn't run as much. Uh, you know, he's got to, but he's an athlete. He's going to see green, and he's going to take off. And I don't know if you want to mess with that too much, but I'd rather he, you know, at least, you know, if you're going to take off, Justin, get on the ground, get out of bounds, please. You know, you're a big, strong kid, and we've seen you for the last year plus once one game. Uh, people would hit hit him around the legs, and he run through it. Well, let's not let him hit him hit you around the legs, Justin. Get on the ground. Get out of bounds. We cannot afford to get him hurt. He's just a sensational player. He may be the most talented quarterback walking planet Earth. He is throwing to a pair of receivers, at least right now, that look like they're ready to step onto an NFL field. Chris Olave, who took some serious hits throughout the day, and Garrett Wilson. I'm going to make a hyperbolic statement here. I think that Garrett Wilson is going to go down as the greatest receiver in Ohio State history. He makes very difficult catches look very easy. I think he's a smoother, less frenetic C.D. Lamb. Have I gone off the deep end, Dwayne? I wouldn't say going off the deep end. I'd say you've gone early. I'm not ready to say he's going to be. I mean, I look. High State's got a hell of a uh, receiver tradition. We always think about running backs and 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 just you know, especially right now, cornerbacks going back to to uh you know chris carter 
Uh, and and coming down from there, Ohio State's had tremendous receiver history. So, but he can be, you know, he just keeps keep throwing him the ball. He's going to keep making things happen. If, like you said, the one thing is you put the ball up. If he can reach it, he's going to catch it. He's if he's one on one, he's open. Throw it up and let him go get it. Uh, you know, and one of the things, you know, you want a guy like that out at split end. X receiver because you want to just throw the back shoulders and just throw up the ball and let him go get it. But think about the mismatch at in in the slot. He's up against a nickel back and he's that kind of a player. He's a, a, a guy that's going to be an X receiver in the NFL. That's a major mismatch because he can do the underneath stuff that you want out of a slot and he can make those kind of plays, which is a complete total mismatch against any nickel back. But, uh, yeah, he can be. The one thing that I think would keep this from happening, uh, what you're saying happening, is there's so much talent and they're trying to get so many people on the field that uh, I think that that it, he may not have the numbers that would put him at the top of the uh, Ohio State receiver board. Fair enough. He's spectacular. And having Olave on the other side and the other guys in the stable is almost unfair. See the catch that Jackson Smith Najigba made where the refs and the cameraman were moving on to the next play. I have to admit, so was I. That is one of the best catches I have ever seen. The idea that he did it in the first time he's ever played in a college football game, I think is a window into the future of Smith Najigba and the receiving room, which is arguably the best it's ever been. Let's flip to the defense and arguably the player of the game, especially on the defensive side, was Haskell Garrett. I thought he keyed that surge where they got a stop and scored. That was a true snapshot of championship football. Your thoughts on Haskell Garrett? Oh, my goodness. The only thing that keeps him from being player of the game is, is Justin Fields being so incredible. I mean, he just his impact was immediate. Antoine Jones, Antoine Jackson is just not, you know, he just hasn't blossomed. Uh, he was getting, he was getting blown out of the hole. He was not getting anything done, which allowed Nebraska to uh, double Togiai. Now, what are you going to do? Of course, they went in going to uh, double Togiai, and Jackson allowed that to happen. Well, Garrett didn't. Garrett began to abuse whoever was in front of him on every play. You watch when once Garrett came in there, he was all over the place. You kept seeing 92, 92 flash of the screen. He's, he's a menace. And you put the two of them out there together. He and Togia, cause Togia had an awfully good game too. Had a couple of knockdowns on the quarterback combination is that's what we wanted going into the year. Looks like we've got it. I'm happy to see the kid back on the field anyway after uh, his good Samaritan got him uh, shot in the face. I'm, I'm just happy that he's back on the football field. But look at the, the impact was immediate and, and defining. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and talk about some things that may need a little bit of work. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. 
We are back. Dwayne, there are several narratives, as there always are, that come out of games like this where Ohio State could use a little tinkering. One is running back. Uh, you've heard what everyone has said on the boards about Master T and Trey Sermon. I'd say my concern was their lack of vision. I wonder if that's rust. Your thoughts on the running backs? Well, you you know, you've got uh, uh, an Achilles problem with Teague. That could be part of it, too. But you put the two together. It sure looked like it. If it wasn't, if it wasn't both, it was one, uh, either rust or, or injury. He had he showed no explosion, no quickness to the hole. But that's where the rust comes in. Is he did he missed holes? Now he didn't go. Sermon missed half the holes he was supposed to hit. I mean, he was just wow. Where are you going, son? He was really the one that just was not reading things and. Him being off too, that uh, and he's he's off a knee injury. So the same thing with him. Who looked the best? Steel Chambers. And what's the point in in staying with those guys when Chambers is 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 primed and ready to go? I mean, uh, you know, we we lost Crowley, who I believe is the best back until Henderson arrives, but we don't have Crowley. He's injured again. You got to think about shutting him down for the year and letting that completely heal. But Steel Chambers seems to be ready, and we, you know, we're talking about Rust. He's not rusty. He was, he was as for whatever practice we were allowed to have, he was in there. So let the kid run. It it just doesn't make any sense, especially with Sermon being a senior. You know what? Are, what are you doing? Why why are we messing with this? If we can run the ball, Dan, I don't know who can stop this. You know, with you got Fields back there throwing and running. He's got the uh, a receiver core that is unmatched. Running the ball that is going to be so key that teams can't sit back and try to keep everything in front of them. If they've got to come up and play good running game, and we should have one. There's absolutely no reason why we shouldn't have a dominant running game. Memo to Trey Sermon, just follow 52. I don't understand that. They clearly designed some short yardage plays to get behind Wyatt Davis and dude broke off. Grab 52's jersey and hold on. All right, Dwayne, the linebackers, the floor is yours. Okay, first I got to make another comment real quick on uh, uh, what you say about number 52. Gus, Gus Johnson, the best announcer in the game, said during the game, uh, I'm number 52. Where are we going? What are we doing? That's the guy I'm following, and that's what should have happened. Uh, but getting on with the linebackers, I, I just I guess that I haven't talked to anybody who can fully explain what we're doing with our personnel there. Werner is the only one who showed he belongs on the football field. Baron Browning is just not a good linebacker. I don't think he's ever going to be a good linebacker at this point. He in this game, he was responsible for both first two touchdowns bad plays by him by a senior how he let McCaffrey get outside of him on that big run that set up the first touchdown I don't know what he was thinking not as a senior that was a freshman thing he cut underneath and and all the guy had to, he didn't really have to block him just seal him off and there goes McCaffrey on the sideline for what it was 60 or 70 yards I can't remember exactly and then on the touchdown run what does he do? He crashes down again and lets Martinez get outside of him. I just don't see how they can they can look at him and say, "Yeah, we're getting we're getting what we need out of him." That can't be. And then you look at Tough Borland. I mean, you know, they say, "Well, he's the brains of the defense." Okay, well, you want to argue that? I I think we can. We need to teach somebody else 
how to call the defense. He's just not a guy that's a really good football player. He's not outstanding at anything. He, you know, he, and, and in the passing game, he just go back and watch the first quarter and you'll say, oh my goodness, this guy, how's he's a, he's a senior starter and he is just out of position all the time. I, I don't understand why Pope and Gant aren't playing more and those two are. I, it just doesn't make any sense. And, and I'm not just saying me, and I know you feel the same way. Look around. Who would argue for either one of them to be in the starting lineup? We don't get it. If they were the best thing we had, okay, but it looks like we got better football players. Uh, I just don't get it. Defensive end, I think we all expected to see Tyreek Smith and Zach Harrison run roughshod. They did not do that. They did not come close. In fact, it looks like both of them are either in the doghouse or definitely not in the frontal lobe of the coaches. Your thoughts? Well, that's I, I can't really add much to that. It doesn't make any sense. You wonder if they've done something wrong. Both are known to be model citizens, but, you know, they're still kids. They can mess up. But we didn't see it. can't be injury. Why would you put them on the field at all if they were injured? But they neither one of them played much, and you'd think those would be the starters. So, I don't know. Friday was in there a lot. Uh, more than either uh, Smith or Harrison. I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens from from here with that because it's, it's got to be a, a disciplinary thing. You know, maybe they're late for meetings or something like that. Who knows? That, that just doesn't make any sense. It's certainly troubling. Tyreek Smith had one good rush where you saw the burst, except he either fell or got hit right before he got to the quarterback. I do think we should take it with a grain of salt and that Nebraska just does not put their quarterback into the pocket. Everything is get the ball out quick and is more of a versatile attack from that spot. It's hard to judge the pass rush when they're against a quick strike team like that. Speaking of which, let's talk about Penn State now, which will be this weekend's game. Ohio State goes on the road. Obviously, the whiteout will be cardboard cutouts, which will be an advantage for the Buckeyes. Micah Parsons won't be there. and Journey Brown won't be there. Pierce stacked in Ohio State's favor. Dwayne, your thoughts? I thought Ohio State would be a definite favorite coming in, and then you've got those problems. And then Indiana finally beat Penn State. If you look back, Penn State, uh, uh, Indiana has been trying to beat Penn State for years. And they've come so close. You know, we, we have this expression in, in uh, American vocabulary, uh, having someone's number. And Indiana just fights Penn State hard every year, and they come out of it with a victory. Uh, and I think it really says something about Penn State that they're just – this is not going to be a great uh, James Franklin team. The guy has a history of winning 11 games. Uh, I don't think he's going to win 11 games this year. Well, I, I mean, obviously, with, without uh, we're not going to play 11 games. I'm just saying he's not going to have the seasons he's been having where even though, um, you know, some people think that James Franklin's not that great a, a coach, James Franklin wins a lot of football games. I don't know. It, it may be a long year for Penn State. Uh, they gave up a lot of points against a team that is not known to score a lot of points, but uh, – I don't know. I'm I'm much more confident than what I was. Let's just leave it at that. I think he feels underappreciated there. That's always a recipe for disaster when it comes to a coach. All right, Dwayne, your pick for this weekend. Give us a score. After what we saw with Ohio State and then with Penn State, Indiana, I'm saying that we're going to score 52 points 
and the the backups will give up 13. A 52-13 is what I'm going with. 52-13 will be glorious. Keep it locked in here, Bucknutters. Have a good one. hero arrives i am ready is there anyone stronger no tougher no funnier i do not make jokes i make warriors knuckles now streaming only on paramount plus yes